Oh, fuck. Shit, bitch. Yeah, check what shit. I'm getting really rich. See how I caught it, cause I'm really with the shit. See me in the streets, and I be really with a, with a bad bitch. Whoa. I'm recording now. Sadcast episode 17, huh? And I have Instagram Live going on right now. All those really good saddies, sadders, the sadnesses are talking away. And I can't read their comments, but you know what? Maybe I'll read them later. But I said I was going to leave the Instagram Live on for seven minutes. I can't remember how many minutes, but I'm not going to break my promise. I'll keep it going. And this is a sneak peek into the podcast if you're on Instagram Live right now. And if you're listening to this on the podcast, which probably tomorrow, then there's no Instagram Live and you just you missed it and you missed out. There's people making friends with each other in the <laughs> in the Internet because that's that's safe. That's the safest thing to do is make friends on the Internet. Everyone knows that. And uh, I was going to say one more thing about the Instagram Live, which is um, for the people on there right now. Find this on Spotify. There's 16 other episodes before, so you can catch up. It's like a serial document. It's a series where everything is connected. You have to start from the beginning. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm, that's, that's me trying to brainwash you right there. And you, you caught it. You, you're smart. You caught it. So just it's either on Apple Podcast, whatever, or Spotify. Maybe I'll throw these on YouTube when I do a face reveal. That's my hand. I was showing them my hand again. They keep thinking it's my face. It's crazy. All right. So that's the whole podcast. And uh, I have really good questions, but I'm too lazy. I don't want to get to them. No, nev- uh, never mind. You know, what? I'll get to them. All right. So the first thing I want to talk about is on last Wednesday, I had a sad question that said, uh, whatever happened to sticks and stones will break my bones, but words will never hurt me. Remember that rhyme? Everyone knows that rhyme. But um, people got offended by that. Not surprisingly, and the comment I want to highlight that was about the whole offense thing, or whatever, I don't know, words, was by Snoopy underscore Peggy. And she said, maybe people have come to realize that you can, you, you can get over a broken bone or any physical injury. Not true. There's assault and people are traumatized of that. So she just discredited that for, you know, for her feelings. And, uh, but words people say to us scar us deeper than any cut anyone could give us. That's just not, that's just wrong. Broken bones don't cause depression or anxiety. The mental scars that come with them do. All right, back up for a second. Again, it could be assault. You can be assaulted by a bully, by a spouse, by a boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever. And, you know, that will stay with you forever. It's scarier than a word. I'm sorry. Uh, so she says, uh, star, uh, no, she said broken bones don't cause depression or anxiety. The mental scars that come with them do. And those scars come from the words people throw mindlessly at us. What happened to us? What happened? We used to be so strong. And I'm, when I say we, I mean Americans, us Americans. We used to be able to handle anything. And and now words are supposed to hurt us forever. By the way, that's your choice if you want words to hurt you forever. Because you are in control of your mind and you should be able to get out of that. P- 
you know, self-help books are are successful for a reason. Sad water is successful. Whoa. Now, wait, I don't know. There's like a delay in my microphone. I don't know what's happening. I think it's still recording. All right, I'm not going to wear my headphones anymore. I'm going to hope that this records properly. <laughs> do you see? Do you hear the delay? There's a delay on the headphones. So, you know what? We're going to continue. That threw, threw me off. All right. And <laughs> what? I have to lower that somehow. Oh, I can unplug it. I'm going to unplug the headphones one second. All right. F those headphones. My brother's not here to set up the podcast, so hopefully I set it up properly. Um, all right. So whatever. She's wrong. <laughs> and let's get past that. She's wrong. Everyone knows she's wrong. She's probably a 13-year-old, and words still hurt her. So you know what? We all need to grow up. Next question. Why don't we as a species take more advantage of the almost infinite amount of information available to us? Well, B. Westlake 47, who always asks the best questions, he's a good question guy. Um, I think that we do. The problem is, is that there's a lot of fake news. No, I'm kidding. I'm not. But people, um, people are very tribal with the information that they they take in they like to hear what they want to hear they don't like to hear things that go against what they believe which i'll give you an example because everyone no one's immune to this i'm listening to a book right now you see it's the first book on tape i'm listening to because i am blind i had eye surgery two weeks ago and i'm still recovering so i got a book on tape and a tape and it's called sapiens i'm trying to look for it but it's on tape I'm looking like at my where my books are and I can't find it because it's on tape. And uh, I think the first half of it is super interesting, but then he throws in some political stuff in there because you know, as humans, we can't help ourselves and we, we kind of put politics into everything. But by the way, politics is part of human nature and and so on. I mean, it's in, it's ingrained in us, but it makes sense that it's in this book. But I disagree with him and. The guy is going at it with the angle of science and 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 it's socio like sociology in it and all that and I still dis I just disagree with the things that he points out and and I kind of want to yell back at him when I'm listening to this book because thinking that he's in the room with me and thinking I can talk to him kind of like what you probably do when you listen to this podcast you think hey that's you're wrong guy Sadwater you're wrong um wait I'm gonna end the Instagram live because it's still going. Face reveal. That's my hand. Right. I ended that. Oh, shit. Let me. I have to save that. Save it. You can go watch that Instagram live if you want. So there's. Yeah, there's information out there. And and, and we, we are taking advantage of it. I mean, we are living in the information age. There's a lot of disinformation, but that comes with the Internet. That comes with the Pandora's box we opened, which is called smartphones and the internet and technology and all that. So I think that we are taking advantage of it, but maybe a little bit too much. <laughs> maybe maybe we should, uh, you know, walk outside and leave our phones at home, which I never do, and I always say that we should do. I've done that a couple times, and I liked it. Man, this is weird doing without headphones or whatever. Moving on, next question. Are there such things as best friends and do they last? Well, yes, there are. People say, hey, this is my best friend. Am I to say, am I to tell them that 
their best friend doesn't exist. It exists. It doesn't last, though. Some of it does. I mean, like any relationships, most of them don't last very long. But I think I think the cycle of it is like every seven years, people switch their friends out, which seems to be true so far for me. Except I'm friends with a couple people from high school still. I'm 32, so, you know. But this concept of best friends is a very childish thing. When you're older, you're not, you don't introduce someone as, hey, this is my best friend, blah, blah, blah. When you're when you're in your 30s or 40s or really anything in your, above your 20s, you never introduce someone as your best friends. If you do that when you're 20 in your 20s, that's a little bit of a red flag. And, you know, you should you should kind of move on from that. You, you can still be friends with someone, but to introduce someone as your best friend is a little bit weird. All right. Next question. Topic getting picked on. Someone DM me early. I got prop hundreds of DMs today. It was more than usual. And someone said, hey, what do I do about people stepping all over me i said you have to be more specific they go well people assault me and beat me up and whatever and i go wait 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 assault is is illegal you you know you if someone's assaulting you physically you call the police and he goes no it's the type of thing boys will be boys so my first instinct was to think that this was a female because a good guy is going to protect them that's a little sexist is it isn't it no, it's not. And uh, but it, it was a guy. So he might have been using that word a little bit loosely, especially because he said it was considered the boys will be boys type of things. And I said, you have to fight back. So if you're getting picked on. Even if it's verbal, you fight physically, you have to physically fight back because it's not going to get any easier when you get older. And it, and it builds character. You need to fight back. And you know what? Don't be afraid of getting punched in the face. Everyone should be should get punched in the face at least once in their life. I mean, if you're a guy especially. But you, you need to physically uh, protect yourself. You, you don't go tell on anyone either because you're going to be a narc. <laughs> no, seriously, this whole thing of someone telling on someone is, is, is you know, pretty childish. Uh, I, I don't agree with telling on someone. You need to... You know, solve the your problems on your own. You need to because that's what's gonna happen when you're older. All I'm saying is I'm trying to prepare you for when it gets worse. It gets worse, but it gets better because you know how to handle it more. Next question: Why are dogs the pet that everyone wants? Bunnies are the superior pet. Just saying, not true. I've eaten rabbit. Aiden, Eden. I've had rabbit in my. I've I've ate them. People hunt rabbit. No one hunts dogs. You know why? We evolved with dogs. We domesticated them 200,000 years ago. They are our best friends for a reason. So uh, they love us. Instinctively, they love us. Rabbits, they look at us like goat eyes. You know how when goats look at you, or even cats, there's, they're dead. <laughs> there's no life behind those eyes. There, there is a. If you died in your apartment and you had a pet rabbit or a cat, those are most likely to just start eating you more than a dog. A dog is going to try to get help. You hear stories all the time of dogs. There was I think you can google it and I'm I'm not making this up. I think a dog called 911 once. I swear, don't roll your eyes at me. I swear that's true. Uh or something like that. You know the old story of the kid in the well? That's an old classic. It's true. It probably happened and the dog's like, "Hey, firefighter guy. A kid, Timmy, he's in the well. You got to go save him." Next question. The dog actually said next question. Next question. How do you feel 
about the American judicial system. How do you feel about me going from uh, talking about bunnies and dogs to the American judicial system? How do you feel that you asked a water company what their opinion is on the American judicial system? I love it. We invented innocent until proven guilty, and it still exists to this day. Um, It's not perfect, but nothing that is built by humans or or ran by humans is perfect. It's impossible for things to be perfect. It's as humans, you know, there's always going to be some slight imperfections. There's always going to be mistakes in the judicial system. But it works. It works better than any other country. Um, Remember the Salem witch trials? That wasn't fun. But that kind of system still exists to this day in places around the world. We don't know how good we have it here. So start realizing that. Next question, what is your goal in life? My goal in life is to make enough money to not care about money. <laughs> I think I think that's a goal because it's not about buying things. It's about just being able to do whatever you want. How how good would that feel, huh? Doing whatever you want. You know, I started a water meme company. I'm the first person in the whole world to do that. That's good. I did that with money. <laughs> but I want more of it cuz I want to do cooler things. Like doing a podcast and answering uh, about bunnies and dogs. Next question. If I find a guy cute, should I tell him or, or that's creepy? Assuming that your, your avatar is, you know, you're a girl because it looks like it, that's, you shouldn't do that. You shouldn't tell a guy. It's not creepy if you tell a guy he's cute, but I think that there's a lot of, you should, Master the art of subtlety. Be subtle about these things, okay? Guys are super easy to manipulate. And I don't use that word in a bad way. Uh, There's ways to get us thinking about you. So don't give it all away. Uh, Someone just bought something. There go that that's that's another sad bottle that just got sold. Where can you buy that? You can buy that on sadwater.com. Andrew Soto. No, I'm sorry. I just gave away the person that bought that. But um, (laughs) I had a week ago, I had 200 of these bottles. And I have, let's see how many left I have. I have, I'm going to ref- 24 left. I have 24 left. So, so these things will be sold out by, let's just say, Friday, Saturday. I hope I answered your question. Be more subtle with guys. Next question. My aunt just pressured me to come out. Then outed me to my family. What do... Well, I mean, if she knew, I'm sure they they knew, <laughs> right? I mean, you know, she just she did you. Also, it's not a big deal anymore. Being gay is, is like being straight ten years ago. It no one cares. It doesn't matter anymore. People in Alabama don't even care. So if you're from Alabama, they don't care. No one cares. It's not a big deal. Now, if you said you're pansexual, then no, I'm kidding. That's not a thing. Doesn't exist. I think people want to feel special. That's the problem of having it too good and not realizing it. And this is where we are today in America. We have it so good. And, and, and it's a combination of having it so good, your parents telling you you're so special when you're a kid, and you're like, how am I special? I didn't earn this. But you believe it because it's your parents or you know teachers or the media or everyone saying, yeah, the children are our future. You're all special, blah, blah, blah. You have to earn being special. So when you realize you're not really special, you have to create an identity for yourself that seems special. So you have all these sexual orientations that aren't really a thing. They're all, uh, what's it called, um, redundant of, let's just say, bisexual, <laughs> bisexuality or, you know, whatever. 
No one cares. It doesn't matter, but you care. And that's why you are, you think you're special. You know how you become special? Do something people can't do. Be smart. Read more books. Gain knowledge. It's not dyeing your hair a weird color or buying things on in Hot Topic. It's by reading books and buying things at sadwater.com. Next question. Uh, I don't even know if that was a question. She just, oh, yeah, what do of that? Nothing. You're fine. Um, are you interested in conspiracies? As a kid, I was. I still am. I think that a lot of them are real. <laughs> like chemtrails. I'm kidding. Um, or harp, where the government can change the weather, which I don't really believe, but I think that would be cool. But I kind of believe like that earthquake in Haiti. When was it? Ten years ago? That was for sure harp. That was for sure because it was on. I'm kidding. That was not harp, but I would love to believe in that. But a part of me does think 9-11 was an inside job. I still do. That was like the first conspiracy. No, actually, the first conspiracy was Roswell, JFK and all that. I do think that. OK, you know what? I love conspiracies. You got me. OK, I love it. I love them. Even if even if they're so outrageous, you know why? Because it's like fan fiction. It was a sad fact I posted before that conspiracy theories are. Uh, what did I say? They're fan fiction of our life or some, something like that. And it's true. Um, so I think that uh, it just gets our imagination going. Things are mundane. We also, the reason why conspiracies are really interesting is because we don't like to not feel like we're in control. And information is control. So if we feel like we have everything figured out, and that's why people gravitate towards them. They gravitate towards them because some things are so absurd or so crazy and, and, and or so unimaginable uh, unimaginable or whatever where we have to rationalize how it could actually happen and then we concoct these stories that seem so real to us and then other people prop those same uh um theories up that it becomes reality for a lot of people so it becomes super interesting to some people and it becomes news it becomes it becomes the truth to people how do you get over breakup? <laughs> I, I think that I get this question all the time. We get we you have to create a new routine for yourself. And and that's what it is. You just got used to routine and, and it's really about you. You don't care about the other person really. It's about you. No, it's true. It's for the most part, it's true. Where you just care about your routine and, and your feelings. You don't care about the other person's feelings for the most part. It's all about you. So if you want to continue on that path of caring about yourself, which is not a bad thing, uh, make a new routine for yourself. Next question. Did you watch Halloween yet? I was going to on Saturday, but my eyes were too sensitive. And uh, actually, then I went to see a movie on Sunday and I forgot my sunglasses. You heard that right. My eyes were so sensitive or have been so sensitive that I wanted to wear sunglasses to the movies on Sunday and I forgot them. And it was brutal. I wish I didn't forget them. But I was going to see Halloween on Saturday. My friend went, not to name drop, so I'm not, but my friend is a famous writer. You'd know the books he's written, and we go to the movies all the time together. I always respect his opinion on movies. We disagree sometimes. We disagree. But I, I, I was going to go with him on Saturday, and I said, how was it? How was it? And he said, it's the Me Too movement in a Halloween movie. And he meant that in a bad way. 
I don't know how. I mean, I can't get into how in a bad way because I didn't really elaborate. But that kind of seemed kind of unappealing to me. Sometimes I like to go to the movies to escape the news, even if I agree with the news, even if I agree with the politics or whatever. Sometimes I want to see a movie where some guy murders people without being uh, lectured. Next question, right? Next question. We're we're breezing through this. This is the this is the breeziest podcast. Last week we had a guest. If you haven't listened to that episode sixteen with Austin Knight, K N I G H T. Uh, he's the singer of Water Parks, and that was the biggest podcast we've done. That uh, we did that. I did that podcast like five days after eye surgery, and I really didn't want to do it. So Austin was a really good guest because you know I let him have it. He was basically the host that night. All right. This next question is from a special person, very person, uh, you know, a dear, per- close person to my my heart, Maddie Storm. He's on my hockey team. You know what? That hockey team dissolved, but he will be on my team next season again. And I love him and I miss him. And it kind of goes with his question. What are the highest and lowest points of life? I can't answer that on behalf of other people. And I'm sure for some people it's like highest points is having baby in, in, in lowest points is, you know, funerals of close ones and all that. That's the expected answer. My highest point is playing hockey with Maddie Storm. And my lowest point is not playing hockey with Maddie Storm. Next question. Why can't I fall out of love? It's been three years. All right, Harrison. Uh, that's, that's on you because you are obsessed. It's okay to be obsessed, by the way. It's okay to be obsessed. And you, you seem like a young guy because I think I was DMing you about the sad water sweater. So it's been three years, but your brain's not fully developed yet. And I'm not saying that in a mean way. You're in your teens. You're, you're, as a male, your brain will be fully developed when you're 25, 26. You also need to go through more heartbreak. So you probably haven't, and that's why. Also, she was really hot, wasn't she? <laughs> so, you know, fix it. Start getting your heart broken with other people. And also break hearts. You need to do that, too. And you need to be the asshole sometimes. You know what? Be an asshole. Try that. See how that works out. You know, not not in a, like a mean way to the person, but you need to go through many relationships. Next question. Try to explain love and why it's so hard to find and why it hurts so many. <laughs> Most of these questions are about love. Clearly, it has hurt you. Love is manufactured. There is love. Real love exists, but we have been conditioned by media and entertainment and you know music and movies and, and and all these things to look at love like movies take take any love movie for example that is manufactured to hell that's not real life they don't really show you the bad things so again i'm assuming that you're a young person love is is uh is more than the honeymoon part you know, the part that we all get sold. That's so easy to sell. How easy is it to sell the most fluffiest, loviest, best feeling of all? That's like selling crack and saying, you're going to feel good from taking this. And you're like, yeah, I took it. It's great. But they never, when people sell you crack, they never tell you about the lows. That you'll never feel as high as you did that first time. And um, I'm rambling about this. But to go back to your question... It hurts so many because they buy into the fake aspect of what they think love is. They think that it's supposed to be perfect all the time. 
When it's not, they're going to move on to the next one and to the next one. They don't deal with the hardships like they should. So um, don't believe the crack salesman is, you know, I guess my advice on that. But love is uh, mostly fake. The the version that you've been sold is mostly fake. Next topic, lesbians. They don't exist. They're not real. <laughs> Look, okay, there are lesbians. Like, clearly there are lesbians. But most of the lesbians that say they're lesbians, especially when they're young, aren't. Um, they're just, they're just kids <laughs> like the ones in college, they're experimenting and then they're going to get married and have kids and they're going to be like, that was fun for that. But you know, there, I was playing, right. I'm rambling. Don't, uh, don't listen to me on that. They kind of have, they half exist. Half of the lesbians exist. The other ones aren't real. <laughs> um, you know what? I, I think what I'm really doing, um, besides going on to the next question is I'm just pushing most of your buttons and seeing how far I can. How far I can go with this. And um, most of you are good sports. So I love all of you. Even the ones who unfollowed me for the Harry Potter is bad uh, Instagram post. I still love you. It's a weird thing to get offended by, by the way. Clearly, you're too young to have a sense of humor. That's something that you need to really build on, by the way. You know, a lot of people are just too sensitive when they're kids, especially when they're told they're so special their whole lives. Next question. Why does my ex still want to be friends? Send me nudes, but not want a relationship. Harrison. That's, that's why you're still in love with her after three years. Oh my God. You're back with this question. Are you kidding me? She's playing with you, bro. You're not in love. You just like the nudes, by the way. Um, yeah, block her. She's messing with you. You know what you are? You're the dead mouse and she's the cat. You need to move on, okay? That is not nice. And and she doesn't want she just wants the attention. She doesn't want the relationship. Man, kids are mean. Next question. How do you ask a girl? Man, everything is relationship stuff and you're asking the wrong guy cuz you know how I ask a girl out? I I um I say something I I see something she likes and I I shit on it. I say that's bad. <laughs> what did I do? I don't remember what I did. All right, how how do you ask a girl that you know likes you but you don't know how to ask? Okay, that's on you because if you know that she likes you, the hard work is done. All you say is, hey, let's go to a movie. <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, let's go see the new Halloween movie. Oh, that's good. There's a Halloween movie. Even if it is the Me Too Halloween movie, you you that's a she knows what that means. If you take her to a scary movie, she knows what that means. So, um, Nothing underscore suspicious. You're uh, you're being a little suspicious about that because you know she she gave you the opening. If you know that she opinions on weed being legalized in Canada. Look, Canada is a joke of a country for the most part. <laughs> it really is. Every I mean, they have an army. That's stupid. I mean, <laughs> really, it's the United States part two. Um, and they just legalized weed for attention. I think everyone assumed it was already legal there. I don't think anyone was really getting arrested up there for marijuana. No one was. I uh, I think drugs, all drugs, should be legalized. Um, even in, I mean, in the United States, the war on drugs should die. Basically, it's it's stupid. It it basically rewards criminals by creating a black mark. Oh my God, we're getting so political here. Whatever, it's bad. The war on drugs is bad. But you know what is even worse? Weed. Weed is bad. 
no um i don't like weed i i I never did but um drugs should be legal sad fact the war on drugs has put close to two million people in prison in the united states close to two million people are in prison in the united states with drug-related crimes so there you go and non-violent ones but i don't want to talk about the war on drugs i feel like i feel like that would be boring for you guys just read up on the war on drugs and why it's bad. Read like find the most middle position on the war on drugs. You know, not Republican, not Democrat. Maybe look at the libertarian view on the war on drugs, and uh, you'll kind of know what I think on that. Next question: If a majority of people are trying to make real connections, why is it so hard to? Hey, there's a person that doesn't know how to ask his this girl out. Maybe you should DM him. Um, no, but if a majority of people are trying to make real connections, why is it so hard to? Because I don't think that they really are, um, especially if they're kids. Again, it's it's what's the quickest and easiest and whatever. And no one's really trying to make real. Co- also, everyone's too busy looking at their phones. And I keep talking about that, but it's true. Um, look at any movie from the 80s and, and like a teen movie. And the goal was to ask a girl out. That's not really the goal anymore. It's how do I slide into someone's DMs? <laughs> it's just so easy to do. Everything's become so easy that it's so hard for people because there's so many easy options, but they're all bad. Um, real connections means not with a phone. It means face-to-face. So I guess that's why, because they're too busy looking at their phones. Uh, yeah. I want to move on to the next question because uh, I think everything's about relationships and this one doesn't seem... Oh, this one's good. Why do you think so many teens are into communism now and days? <laughs> now and days. Uh, they are because, again, going back to people don't realize how good they have it. Communism just seems like a good idea to them. How good does it sound on paper to everyone should be the same and have the same things in in, in without... And if you can't work, you still get the same thing. All of it sounds super nice. And it, it sounds so nice for the means of production to be controlled by the people and blah, blah, blah. What does that even mean? No one even knows what that means. No one knows how hard it is to start a business, uh, especially a small business. No one knows what hard work really is because this generation has it way, 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 way easier than any other generation in human history. In the Since the beginning of time, this has been the easiest. I'm talking about in first world countries, in the United States, Canada, um, Australia, England. I mean, the kids nowadays have it so easy. The The amount of information that they can consume is insane, but they've decided to consume garbage memes, not sad water. We teach you good things. But communism, when you're a kid, sounds so nice because you've never really had a job. By the way, I was thinking about this earlier. The 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 law that protects children from working is horrible. I'm not saying four-year-olds should be working in a factory or anyone really. There aren't really any that many factory jobs anymore, but kids should have jobs. They, they What is the law? Like 17 or something? What is it? Do you know? 16 is when they can start working in part-time jobs or something? I don't know. It should be lower. It should be when you're 12. And you shouldn't have to have a license to sell lemonade on the street, which... You know, a lot of bureaucrats have decided is the right thing to do. Uh, you should just sell lemonade, and 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 you know that could be con- you can consider that your first job because 
you understand the hard work it takes to make the lemonade and you know or just whatever mix the powder or something and stay out there all day and make four dollars i mean and then you you really understand the the value of the dollar but these things are illegal uh kids should be able to make money mowing lawns and 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 you know have a paper out or sell ice cream i don't know every anything i remember when i was 10 i sold hats with my cousin and we made like a lot we made a lot of money i think his family got hats from venezuela or something like 200 hats and then we we just took them and sold them all or they gave them to us to sell i can't remember but that was really rewarding so kids nowadays don't have that and they have everything besides work ethic because they've never had to so they don't realize how hard it is and they think hey communism sounds nice but they don't realize that Hundreds of millions of people in the 20th, 20th century were murdered in the name of communism. And I'm not talking just about the Nazis. Look at Stalin. Look at Mao. Look at um, Che, who all these young kids love to wear t-shirts of. T-shirts of, But he was a murderer. And, uh, yeah, that got polit- – this, this podcast is weird because it's either kind of political where you don't really know my political views, but, you know, you know I know stuff a little bit at least – and then it's just about relationships with which you're just asking the wrong guy. Next question. Why does life screw us all? Um, well, it's your attitude. Oh, this is I don't want to. I think. Th- OK, I'm not saying who this is, but this is the kid that asked me about uh, if he should about the, the assault stuff he was experiencing. And I said, you should start beating, you know, fighting back physically. This is the this is the kid. So. You know, I gave him the advice. I don't need to answer this because, you know, I already went through that. Next topic, it's racism. Don't want to talk about that. <laughs> so I'm not going to. All I'm going to say is I have spoken about that before. And uh, most things that you think are racist are are not really racist. And uh, like uh, wearing costumes that are slightly offensive on Halloween. That's what you do on Halloween. But uh, besides most most things not really being racist uh racism racism like bad racism it's it, it kind of goes along with human nature not saying that that's good it's cool as humans grow and as information uh the the information age we're in grows people are veering away from racism uh it seems like more people are racist because there's just more information so the the true racists that exist at least like in this country or whatever are highlighted and put under a magnifying glass because you know we need to have enemies next question who's your dream podcast guest i don't really have one but i would love to actually be a guest on joe rogan's podcast next question why am i so sad all the time well again you have it too good i don't think you know what true sadness is (laughs) And we're living in a virtual reality world. We're living in cyberspace. And that's not real. And deep down inside, you know something's missing. And you know real human connections are missing. But it hasn't really come to your full, your, your, the front of your consciousness just yet. But right now it has because I just told you. And you need to have real meaningful relationships. I'm not talking about sexual or anything like that. I'm talking about having real conversations with people and i'm gonna guess that you're on your phone too much because that that makes people lonely the the longer you're on your phone the more you're on your phone you're you're basically 
incubating yourself or no, what is it? Yeah, from other people. You're 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 separating yourself from society. We live in a society. Next question. What is life for if you just die? I mean, the process isn't enjoyable. Why? <laughs> um and then it just putters out. Um again, you're probably a kid. Wow, everyone's so unhappy. This is crazy. You don't realize how good you have it. You need to I don't I mean how I I need to make like a meetup and just talk to you guys face to face about this because it would be a lot easier if you can debate me on this. But life isn't just you die. You're skipping everything in the middle. You're born and then you learn things and then hopefully you learn more than your parents and you're a better version of them. You carry on their DNA, you make more versions of yourself which were versions of them which were versions of their parents and their grandparents and so on basically you're continuing the bloodline and hopefully the goal is you're just making better versions of yourself and if that's not cool to you i don't know what is but to me that sounds pretty cool uh so you're you're and you're missing out on on many things it's it's not life isn't just you live and then you die there's a lot of things in the middle and it's up to you it's even like the smallest things like enjoying good food. That's awesome. Or enjoying good art. But that's kind of the thing that I, I, I talk about a lot. Everything nowadays is a little bit disposable because we have access to everything. So the weirder something is or the uglier something is, the more beautiful or or it's being sold as. For instance, art, it has to be weird nowadays for it to be considered art. Where before it was the amount of skill it took, the how how intricate it was. Now it could be uh, this splatter on a canvas represents autism, and and we have to accept it. So what was considered beautiful before, you know, and and symmetrical, like I mentioned earlier, uh, isn't really anymore by a lot of people. I think things are being getting ruined, but those are the types of things that make life worth living for. They're ruining the good things about life, okay? And you need to realize that. I, I think I ranted. I'm just, this this podcast, and you know what? It's because I can't wear my headphones, so I'm just ranting, and I can't hear myself. I don't know how stupid I sound right now, but I might, I don't sound, you're, I sound smart. Okay, thanks. Topic, percentage of people having a good marriage. Um, the baby boomers kind of ruined that with, with divorce. I mean, they exploded the divorce rate. Granted, before that, uh, women didn't have equal rights, really, and they just weren't getting divorced. So there were marriages before that probably should have ended in divorce. But the reason why I point out the baby boomers is because they were the feel-good generation. They were the ones who bought into, if it feels good, do it. If it doesn't feel good, throw it out. And again, like I was saying before about love, they basically started that, um, you know, whole romantic notion that we buy into in movies and art and all these things now where if it's not good, then, you know, get rid of it really quickly. But some things are worth fighting for and people don't do that anymore. So I don't know why I started talking. about What was the question? I don't remember. Whatever. Next question. Do you think? Oh, yeah. The percentage of marriage. Yeah. Let's blame it on the boomers. But hopefully it's getting. I actually think it is getting better. There was a thing that I read recently that said it's getting better. The percentage of marriage. Uh, marriage is staying intact. Next question. Do you think religion is helpful or does it make things worse? If you asked me this 10 years ago, I would have said it makes things worse because I would have said 
all wars um, were because of religion and blah, blah, blah. And I'm talking about the wars that go all the way back. But you know what? We're humans and we're tribal and we would have figured something else out to fight over. If, if there was no religion, it would have been the color of skin. It would have been... Um, re- I mean, w- w- since we were tribal and we really only knew like 100 people, uh, it was natural for humans. And humans are social animals. It was natural for them to make little tribes. So those there would have been wars against other people. If you didn't know other people, which is true um, in how we evolved and all that, w- there was no way to trust them. So most things were actually... There was war before there was religion, okay? So that was if you asked me 10 years ago. If you ask me now, I think... Uh, I think religion is is like a yin and yang thing there's a lot of good that comes from it and a lot of bad a lot of the laws that we as americans believe in today um i mean if you read how the constitution was written the words that they chose in it it's above government when they say god it it doesn't mean like our our um what's it called our rights are are given to us by god it's just saying that the government can't control your speech. There's no way it can because freedom of speech is given by God. So there is that religion uh, separation between church and state. But when they use those words, it's just that there is something that we don't really have a we can't really fully grasp. But it's above government. It's above these godlike institutions that we as individuals don't have control over. So. Uh, there's a lot of good things that come from religion. And because we are inclined naturally to highlight the bad things with anything, we just focus on the bad things that come from religion. So I, uh, I think that more good comes from it than bad. People like Bill Maher will say otherwise, but those people are nihilists. <laughs> he's really, I don't like him. He's kind of a nihilist. He, he's also like a dick. But, um... Yeah. Also, let me take a step back for a second. Uh, I'm not saying atheists don't have kids. Of course they do. But when you have something to live for that's bigger than you, and, and I'm not religious or anything, but it seems like people who b- believe that there's something bigger than them and you can call it the universe, you can call it God, you can call it aliens, you can call it whatever you want. Uh, it seems like those people tend to be happier. And then they also go out of their way to do good for other people. So if they did it because God told them to, they still did it. Right, next question. I think I kind of answered that. That's that. I like that question. Oh, and we, we're down to the last two questions. I kind of sped through this podcast because um, I don't have a headphone thing today, and... I'm, I'm, I feel naked, to be honest. So, all right. How to get rid of fake friends in a way where they won't hate you after. You're too nice, Kate. You're way too nice. Because if they're fake friends, why would you care if they hate you or not after? You should have some people hate you. You should. It's not, it's not a bad thing. It's uncomfortable. But uh, like anything bad, it will make you stronger. And you get rid of them by just saying, hey, we're not friends anymore. You're fake. <laughs> It's in your question. Don't worry about what they think. If you really don't like them, if you really don't want to waste your time with them, then then don't. 
Um, one second. Let me before the last question. Let me take a sip of this sad water. It's not sad water, but you know it is. All right, this is it. I wish I wish that the religion question was the last one because it's it's so much meatier. But this is a good one too from Jared. Favorite series of any genre or medium. I like science fiction movies a lot. I even like the cheesier ones like They Live, which was made by John Carpenter, who made the original Halloween movie. He also made The Thing, which is awesome. And you should watch that for the practical effects. But I like any... uh, Oh, so he made this one called They Live. Did I already say that? I don't know. And I love that one. It's so good. It's... uh, it's where the obey thing comes from. I think I already mentioned this. I think I've already spoken about this, but I love Gattaca. I love 2001 A Space Odyssey. Um, there's like a million. I think I have a list on my computer of movies. Yeah. 1984, Brazil, uh, um, V for Vendetta. I would, no, I wouldn't, I would just consider that dystopian. Like Mad Max. I love Mad Max. Um, let me see, man, my vision is so horrible. Oh my God. Dread. But that's also dystopian. I guess I like dystopian movies too. Like dystopian futures, future, (laughs) futures, um, but movies, any good movie, honestly, but I like sci-fi. The reason I like sci-fi is because there's, there's like most of them are just not good. So when there's a really good one, it's amazing. Um, uh, someone just bought something, another sad bottle. That means what? There's 23 left or 20. Yeah, there's 23 left. There you go. There you go. It's, uh, it's, it's, you know what? This podcast is done. I'm done with it. I think I answered that last question for Jared. I love sci-fi, but good side sci-fi. And I hate, um, this is what I hate. I hate, what's it called? Uh, fantasy or whatever is Lord of the Rings fantasy or Harry Potter. I hate all that stuff. I hate it so much because if there's a problem, they can make their own rules in the last second and just solve it. Like, oh, my God, we we if we have this spell and it's going to solve everything. <laughs> and that's not like there's no rules, really. Right. Maybe there is, but I don't like it. Next question. No, there's no next question. We're done. That was Sadcast episode 17. And the song is going to start playing right now or something, I think, unless I didn't record any of this. And I'm gonna have to do it all over again. But I think I did. I think the I think this episode was recorded. Um, so very good. Buy stuff, sadwater.com. I love you. Let me take this awkward saw. Run it up, get strong eyes. Cut so flesh away. I'll carry this piece of you with me.